You've got stuff to do. This song's called Yummy yeah, on Radio Episode 12. And there's lots of fucking anger. To, to, lots of anger. Lots of weed smoke. So I apologise for that. Now, you've got on your phone something that Horace sent you today. Well, he sent it me. Um, the agenda. He has, yeah. I was just getting it up. Because, because we haven't got an agenda. This is totally unplanned, as every single podcast is. There's no fucking planning in it. So, I mean, the first one is um, about Bathams, but we've, we've discussed Bathams in the past, haven't we? We Apparently have talked Bithams. about Bathams. I, I did see somebody on Twitter saying that they uh, they thought um, Laurie Dalrymple should get it in in our ground. We don't particularly fucking want it. We've got A rather fucking joke. And we don't want that Albion fucking shit in our ground. I'd rather fucking drink donkey piss. Fuck them. I'd rather That's the answer to that one. I'd rather mick the steps. I think we've covered Bithams enough. Yeah. They've got a fucking Albion flag outside the brewery, so fuck them. Fuck them. No Bithams at fucking... So the Bithams boycott still full, <laughs> in full effect for Serpent Resistance. That's yeah. it. Um, what else he said was, the signings that never were. Ah. Well, Tuliska, he, he never was, was he? He was one. Yeah, but how many of them were were like actual targets that we tried to get, or just or figments of the press's imagination, uh, or somebody on Twitter's imagination? Andre Silver is apparently was a big figment of everybody's imagination. Not mine. I never expected him to come here. So yeah, but last January, I don't think you get that much. Sick and tired of you taking on me. (laughs) It was. Thank you, Mikey. But I don't don't think you get that much chatter unless there's some. uh, There's no smart without fires. The old saying isn't that. And pr- press reports were coming out of Italy. Somebody close to AC Milan saying that we'd gone in heavy on thirty plus million for him. Yeah. But may- maybe it never was because Jeff She had that Falcus meeting, didn't he? Yeah. Forum group meeting. Yeah. With a select few. Molly New Mix. What and was that and like? And amongst others. I'd have loved to have been there. <laughs> We would never have got an invitation. Uh, yeah, was, where was uh, SBR's uh, uh, we invite to that We one? don't get invited onto the carpet, <laughs> mate. We don't. We're purely loyal now, fellas. Uh, we are. And we kept our side. <laughs> we know our place. We know our place, mate. Right? <laughs> oh, no, um, the, the, the thing that interested me was the ground redevelopment because apparently Jeff said between um, 50 and 60,000 redevelopment for Molyneux. And that, that would be like nearly double the size of the ground there. Yeah. If it goes to that. But I can see why he's going to do it. Yeah, you start doing the maths. I think we, we started to do them the other night, don't we? On the uh, way back from Stout, because 22,500, 23,000 season ticket holders. They said they've got 9,000 young members. You know, like the sticker book thing. And he said, like, there's 9,000 young members that are going to get them. Then there's um, 8,000 other members. So already, like, you're into the mid-30s, high, high-30s. When you look at the at the statistics of Premier League clubs uh, and you look at the amount of, of, of season tickets uh, and the capacity of the ground, we, sh- we should have a 55,000 seat stadium compared to ju- purely looking at the, the amount of season tickets we've yes. got. That's a big fucking stadium, it is. You are fill it all the time, surely, but man, have I heard that they're going to buy the Asda Wolves? They're in, they're in talks about buying the land. 
It was it was mooted to me some more back that the, the uh, possibility of a four in that land was very much on the cards because they they wanted they release it off the council. Uh, that, was was all, that was all part of the deal going back to Gallagher's brothers, the Gallagher brothers, and well. Dick Omden and whatever. Yeah. But but in terms of the, the the ownership of the ground, the council have got the covenant on it. In it. It's nine hundred ninety nine year lease yeah. to the club in it. Mm. And that that was done on the basis that um, the club would always remain in the city. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. I, I can't quite remember how the grouping of all these works, but Wolverhampton Wanderers group want of a better name, I think it's Wolverhampton Wanderers Holdings does own various plots around land around the ground and I think even Morgan still owns little bits here and there because he was hustling over that um, and, and as for that site I'm, I'm unsure but what I was told basically is that the, the Fosun's idea is to create that they want a lot of land around the stadium because they want to create a much better uh, match day environment Experience, shops, thing. yeah, the whole thing. If you look, if you look at what Man City have done, that's exactly the template. It's very it? much on the same sort of lines. You got the fans on with, with, with a separate stadium for the uh, academy. The dystopian uh, on the Goodyear site. Ah. Is the uh, which is right, similar to what Man City again, similar to what Man City. Oh, now they're in talks with Carillion because the the um, the land beyond the South Bank, Carillion have still got the um, ownership of that. So they're in talks with the liquidators about purchasing that land for the redevelopment. Yeah. So Jeff Shee did say that those talks have gone well as well, didn't he? So I, mean, I think they're quite optimistic on that. Because I I, when, I, when I saw you the other Saturday when you were doing your book thing, I had a mooch about Virginia and I was like having a look how much further back we could go. And I tell you something, there is some land there to extend back. Oh, there's loads. Yeah. Because you don't really loads. think, do you? Like when you come out of the South Bank, you just think, oh, now there's only that little bit there. But if you walk across that car park up to the archives, yeah. there is a massive <laughs> yeah, amount of land there's for, a room. for yeah. redevelopment there. And it's close mm -hmm. to the Stafford Road as well, so you can get off. I, I, it's quite close to the Ring Road on the other side as well, so you can get cars off there. Yeah. It's going to be dead interesting what's going to happen in the next couple of couple of years. But we still have Stein the Striker and Twitter's going fucking mental about it. I don't know whether that's on the agenda that Oris said, but fucking... I, I, did, I did a, a thingy on Twitter and got some questions and we've got some good questions we can cover later. I mean, Oris has mentioned about Twitter donuts and we all know what he means by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, pantwetters criticising um, people. It's it's good to have different opinions because if you all have the same opinion, it'd be fucking pretty boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I, I just think because you've got an opposing point of view as somebody, um, you just get shouted down on, on, on. Well, some people do, don't they? Or they like to say they've got a some people a superior that, knowledge. So it's some people, eh? Yeah. It's, it's them. Quotation marks. It's them. Yeah. They them. know. Some people. They know. Not all of you. No. Some of you. There's a big word comes out of this, and it's respect. Yeah, uh, and I, I think fellow Wolves fans, whatever you think of their opinion or, or, or what they've got to say, the fact that they they support the club, and that doesn't mean whether they turn up to the games, home or away for that matter, as long as they support the club, they're entitled to their say, mm. and they deserve an element of respect. Yeah, yeah. And they don't deserve to be trashed on Twitter. Shit fans, go ahead, fucking, yeah. what the fucking hell you like. 
Well, but that, that's when Twitter's at his best, when we're on the attack on other people, other fans of other clubs, and they're going on it. But I think because the football, like, it's like cloud season, it's like eating itself, and it, yeah. it's the Twitter animal, it's just yeah. like consuming itself, really. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's a toxic environment at the minute. I've yeah. fucking removed myself out of it <laughs> in a lot of respects. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, I don't blame anybody for doing that because it, 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 it does get a bit all too much at times. Yeah. I also think you, you've got to start giving the players a bit of respect as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's all very well talking about players and having an opinion on whether they're good enough for the Premier League or whatever. But uh, unless a player actually sort of shows any disrespect towards the club, in other words, refuse, does something like refusing to play like Ennis did or shows general, general disregard for the fans or whatever, like Awara did. Awara. Unless they actually do that, they also deserve a certain amount of respect. And to say that somebody's dodgy, I mean, all this talk about Bonatini, fair enough, the guy's not performing how he was the start of last season and he's towards the end of, la towards the end of last season and so far in pre-season, it doesn't look the same play but to say words like he's dog shit and he's fucking round scoring a brothel and all this shit that is if the guy's going through a run of bad form the last thing he wants to do is run through a twitter feed and read all that sort of crap about I it. hope he does well I'm, I, I'm sure he doesn't and I, I really hope he doesn't but but it's bollocks though isn't it it, it, it is bollocks because he, he doesn't he, a he doesn't deserve it and b he could come back to some sort of form in the future if he doesn't, obviously he's not going to feature because if Nuno coaching staff continue to see that in or out of games, then obviously he's not going to get picked. So it's not a relevant argument to say, oh, we've got to fuck him off or we shouldn't have signed him or we shouldn't have done this. The same, the same guys I've seen, I've seen a lot of talk, you know, you've, you've had all this, this talk about Barry Douglas. Um, there the club's getting a lot of disrespect for saying they should have done this or they should have done that with him. At the end of the day, he's a footballer. He, he's been very respectful towards the club. He's been re very respectful towards him. He's, he's got a deal. He's he's done well. And, and then immediately, some people jump on and say, well, he wouldn't have made it in the Premier League anyway. He was defending all good enough anyway. You know, they start that. being fucking disrespectful towards him. I did that him. a bit. He, he was... He was I was he, may not, he may not have made it in the, in the, in the Premier League, in my opinion, because for one thing, his, his lack of yard of pace, yeah. I think, would have caught him out a bit more than he did. He caught him out in the Championship. But on, but on occasion, but yeah. All defenders get caught out. Yeah. So it's the nature of the job. You know, you, you know, we, we do concede fucking goals. No, nobody, we, we are going to go through 46 matches in the Championship yeah. without conceding a fucking goal. So or losing a few matches. It happens, we concede. And, and, and somebody will always be to blame for the book and goal because it, it, it comes from a mistake somewhere. Somebody hasn't covered somebody. Somebody hasn't tracked somebody. So it's there. But just boys, for fuck's sake, yeah. it happens. It's a game of football. The other team will have the ball for part of the ninety minutes. How often do we say that? Yeah. And it, next it, season it, even more so. And next season even more so. So just fucking chill the fuck down. Give the guys the respect they deserve, and just. Whoever we get gets picked for that first game, get beyond for fuck's sake. Because if anybody comes any hear any negativity by me, he's going to get a punch in the front. I'm just going to get. I'll do it in the ground. 
Don't do it in the ground. Mm. CCTV. As soon as I heard the fucking dugout sound, I automatically thought, what has Nuno seen that I haven't seen? And uh, I, what I wanted to do was, I was upset. You know, I liked Dugout. I watched him. I watched him play, and, and I, I concentrated on him a lot because I loved his set pieces. I did love his tracking back, which was which lacked sometimes. He, he tended not to attack his man, but fucking back off, which annoyed me. But what do I know about football? People, but you're right. People shouldn't denigrate the fucking players that are there. And uh, I'll, I'll say this: I've never done it while they played for us. But as soon as they leave us, man, I just start looking at them and just thinking. What have I missed that fucking that the manager can pick up on? Yeah, because I thought he was brilliant, and that's the way I think about every single player that plays for us. They're brilliant, but pretty. And I'd have them forever, all of them. Pretty easy to look at things with rose tinted spectacles, and it at, at points like you, you. I mean, he's down down at Bristol City. You're never ever going to forget that match. Oh God, you? no! His free kick, and then his his assist for uh, Bennett. Yeah, and that's you know remember remember the good times with mm. him. But don't forget as well, we signed him for just under a million quid, 900 grand apparently. And we've got the thickest part of 5 million for him. It's a lot of cash eat. I mean, in terms of FFP, that's given us a lot of scalp. A lot of scalp. We have to to think about this. I mean, it's it's not a matter of Fosun having an endless pit. I mean, I've I've read somewhere that they've invested 100 million in players. I'm not sure how, how, how that gets broken down because I'm, I'm sure net it probably comes down to quite a bit less than that. But whatever, they they still can't just go out. And I think Jeff Shee himself said this in that famous thing. They just he just can't go out and spend three hundred million quid straight. It's a computer game. Yeah, you know, it, 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 you know it, it, it don't work like that. And we can't keep endless players on the books either. And I know there's others we'd much rather have shifted than Barry Douglas. But if the offer comes in and it's at the right price, they're all for sale, I'm afraid. You know, it, 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 it because it, like you've already said under FFP, no, not just that, it gives you so much scope to, to broaden and strengthen the well, squad. It's, so it's, it, it, it has, you know, it, it's Falson's motto, when they come in, in it, when they come into the club, they said they're gonna, they, they, they want value, but what they also want is profits. Yeah. They want profits on every player that, 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 that they sell somebody. They want to make money on them, but I think that money's been earmarked for us, so it's it's not going to go straight into Grand Chango's fucking. It's, it's, it's all about adding value. It's going to go in the club. It's all about but, adding value, as you say, Mikey. That's what that's what the bottom line is. But look how five mil, man. That's some that's that's some good money for it's, him. It's man. a good chunk of money. It's a good bit of money, and it, it's loose change in their pockets. Aren't they? they can spend on other players, like well, more importantly, wages, which I think comes under FFP as a, as a more as a stronger variable within the whole subject. How much are you going to pay wages? How are you going to pay your fucking wages? Yeah. I mean, and don't forget they've done it in the against the backdrop that the uh, the bid for Zinchenko is on the table still. So something may happen there. Mm. Possibly, yeah. And plus Ruben Bernard, great. We we know what talent he's got and how good he is. He had a great game the other night, did he? It was last night. The one was it last night or the night before? No, it was last night. They played the uh, Portuguese under 19s. Yeah. They beat Italy, didn't they? Four two or but but we we saw him last season. He's a year wiser, and I know he's going to have a bit of a break. But he, his pace and he's going forward. He's he's fantastic, and his his ability to move the ball around his feet as well while he's getting round players. He can beat players dead easy. 
but over that 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 pace, like you say, over like ten or twelve yards, is fucking near less. Phenomenal! It's phenomenal. It's lightning man, he yeah. leaves people behind. I think all he needs is, is a bit of discipline. That's all, and, and the ability to take his eye off the ball and have a look around, see what's going on. But that'll come with him with time, won't it? That'll come. Yeah, with experience. I, I think these internationals that he's talking about doing the world are good confidence-wise. I expect him to smash this this season. I do. I think he's going to be good right into the team. He's going to need game time as well, isn't he? Yeah, uh, massive uh, amounts and, of game and time. And he's not out on loan. We don't want him going into no, we don't some other else. poxy league where he's not he's not going to be shown at his best. He's got to get game time somewhere along the line. So uh, the opportunity is there. The next thing that our Horace asks is um, the dangerous game of league position predictions. Is it dangerous? I love doing it. Well, I think it can set up a false sense of expectation because I went to Derby on Saturday and I went with Big Dog's dad and we were um, going into the ground and there was four fellas and, and one said, yeah, yeah, but we've, we've got to start putting the money away for um, Europa League next season. And he went, no, it'd be Champions League. And th these were like convinced that Wolves are going to finish top four without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I've started saving up for the Champions League. And then, <laughs> on the way out, on the way out, two of them were saying, fuck it, because we lost. Fucking shit. We're, we're going to be relegated. And, I'm th and I, said, I said to Steve, I turned around and I went, do, do you see Wolves fans sometimes? Like, you get from the sublime to the ridiculous, like, within 90 minutes. It's mad, eh? You see that on the road. So when you're driving, somebody can be quite happy one minute, the next minute they're fucking out the window with a baseball bat or something. It's mental. People from Wolverhampton are fucking unstable. <laughs> <laughs> the best, that's what I think. Unstable. If we got offered 17th now, and I said it the other week on the pod, I'd take it, because that means you're there and, and you're in the division for another year. Yes. You're further down the road with FFP, you've got more money and whatever, the revenue streams are building up. So I'd take it. But I think if, if we can finish 12, 10, somewhere around that mark, you know, decent <coughs> days out, win a, win a few games in terms of turning some of the big boys over, which I think we're capable of doing. Maybe a nice cup run. That'll do me next season. Okay. But if we do can finish your old belief, obviously you're going to take it. You won't say no to it. But like, get a sense of like rationality about it. Yeah, you oh. wouldn't say no to a Europe League place, but I do think if we got into that position again, we've got another massive ask for the following season, haven't we? Because you've, 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 you've got to you've got to then get your squad up to that sort of level, which is fucking hard because it it's a lot more games. Uh, and, and and it's Thursday, not, Sunday, Thursday, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, you, you get that sort of thing where you get the Sunday games, you get the Thursday. You know, I'm not. I wouldn't sort of not take it, obviously, but I'd be very. I think it could do us a lot of damage if we actually did that. And I know Jeff She said in that meeting, you know, top six is our aim next season. That's fine. Set the set the set the bar high. That that's great because well, if you set it too low and you fail, you, you're in the shit. So. By all means, be more than happy with top ten. Um, like you say, if somebody give me seventeenth, now I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely snap their hand off because it means you're there for another season. Yeah. We, 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 we'll because we'll be so much fucking better next season when we when we blended in these players that we bought. We're able to bring some more additions. And added to it. It's all about gradual. Progress. It's building, isn't it? It's not. It's not about. <laughs> I think recently as well, I mean, particularly a lot in, say, the last 48 hours or so, 
on Twitter what's like driving people's angst as well. Is is the business or the clubs are doing like I know Fulham, people are fucking done way in on Fulham. <laughs> Fulham are signing in, Fulham are signing in. Fuck Fulham, we don't give a fuck about Fulham. Fuck Fulham. You know I mean like and then Everton signed Rick Arlison for forty million, that's one player that that combined costs more than all of our players that we've purchased. Jota, Bolly, Moutinho, you know, and then we've got Patricio in, we've got uh, Jimenez in on loan. We've done good business this summer. We've done really good business. Early. Last season, a lot of people, a lot of commentators were saying, this Wolves team, that well, Wolves squad that have won the championship would, would more than hold their own in the Premier League, more than hold their own, they'd be comfortable there. So, you know, serious people, serious pundits and commentators are saying that. We've improved exponentially on what we had, but some fans are still thinking we're going to fucking finish in the bottom three. So what is it, lads? What is it? You yeah. can't have it both ways, can you? Absolutely right. I think this this thing about a striker and a goal scorer is getting really sort of they're forgetting how we play. There's there's a lot so much good going on about you know Fulham how, how great a signing Mitrovic is. Mitrovic was a great signing for Fulham last season. Because he is no doubt he got them into into the third place. There's no doubt he helped him a lot in the in the playoffs. Final, yeah. So he, you know he, he he was a great servant to them. Don't forget his previous season in the Premier League with Newcastle. He struggled vastly. It's all about the team. This game is. It's not about one player. The days of your old-fashioned centre forward and getting the ball into him in the box. That's fucking gone, lads. That's gone. Why do you think oh, we sold the Falbert? Because he didn't fit the system. Yeah, yeah, that big part of it. Um, when we were last in the Premier League, we had the most successful cross rate and accurate cross rate, Jarvis and Coley. Yeah, fantastic wingers. In the Premier League, the last time we were there, and we got fucking relegated. That tells you all about old-fashioned systems and old-fashioned ways of playing. We now play with the front three. They're completely interchangeable, and they've got to fit that mode. Jimenez fits it greatly, but what you've got to remember, we've got, we've still got. Everybody's talking about signings. We've still got Costa, we've still Cal. got Cap, and we've Jota. still got the best of the fucking lot. Jota, Jota in my yeah. Who is going? They're going to cause mayhem in this league, being able to interchange with one another. Add Troy right to the mix as well. They're six, and I think we'll be looking fucking. We won't need some. Big hairy bastard who thinks he can fucking some big just, monkey just fucking climb all over a fucking <laughs> centre back and nod it in the in the back of the net. We're going to score graceful goals. We're going to score beautiful, beautiful ones. Going to be art. And and that's what that's what the Premier League is all about. Yeah, Mitrovic man. is a big shit house. He bullies people and he yeah, plays he won't be as successful as a lot of people think. No, because so, in the Premier League, the defenders are cuter, the more the yeah, more yeah, switched yeah. on, the better, more That's adaptive. That's exactly what we're doing. You look, to, you look at Stoke the other night, they've got that fucking idiot McLean going down the hot wing, haven't they? And the Tommins on the other. Uh, yeah. And Giles had him in his pocket, didn't he? Uh, and like, we never looked, I mean, Courtney yeah, was good as had to fucking split on the split so you know, he was strolling around the fucking pitch for You know, a phobie caused no problems whatsoever, did he? He, he was there, I would say a phobie was possibly their best player, but he never had a shot, did he really? Never. They failed to, he, he made one beautiful run and they failed to find him. 
Um, but apart from that, but he was getting deeper and deeper, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was doing. He was like he was like he when playing he for us a couple of years he, ago. He, 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 he was doing the same sort of thing. Yeah. So you know, all this just just have a, again come back to the word respect. Respect for what Nuno thinks about the game and how he plays it. You know, and yeah. this is this is different, lads. We're not we're not fucking fun. Because they're fucking shit at the end of the day. They're a poxy little fucking London club. You're right. Who can attract right. the likes of Walsh to the fucking club? They're nothing. No. Absolutely fucking nothing compared to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. So fucking. Fucking yeah. sideways. That is so fucking true. Thank you, Ian. Thank you for that fucking succinct and brilliant analysis on fucking Fulham and the need for a striker. Yeah, I don't understand that really. I think the game's changed. It's a, It's fucking. It's evolved. And uh, to have a big snotter at the front now, nah, you don't need it. Not, not looking at uh, R3, how they run around like yeah. that. They confused me watching them. Because when they started uh, last season, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who is that? Because yeah. I wasn't sure what they fucking looked like. Cause I couldn't see that far. I could see them running around, but I can't see what their faces look like. So I was a bit like, well, what's his name again? Who's he? You know. Yeah, and he, yeah they interchange madly, and it's insane. It, the game has, the game has evolved. We don't need Snotter anymore. We don't need that stupid Fulham idea bollocks. They've got no idea. Not compared to fucking Nuno anyway. I wouldn't sort of totally dismiss Jukanovic as a coach because he is, you know, the guy. I think the guy's well switched on. But nevertheless, you can't make a silk's purse out of a cow's ear, a sow's ear, or a cow's. Or a cows. <laughs> what's what's sorry say? What do you want us to talk about next before we start slagging Fulham off? About the um, the new Bond squad, the C group up at Compton, because you, they played Port Vale the night before we went to start, didn't they? And they got yeah. a two-two. And Steve Davies, who was once mooted to be um, lined Bad up, manager, yeah. yeah, was it when Jacket was? Um, I think it was before Jack. He, he was actually favourite before Jack. It was when were, he was at Crew, wasn't it? <coughs> yeah. And he, he's apparently on a short-term contract, just managing these players, which include Jordan Graham, Zyro, Ebanks, Landell. I mean, I was a bit surprised to see yeah, Connor, Connor, yeah, Joe Mason and Connor Ronan in that that group. I don't know whether he just went in there to get some game time minutes. I, w- I wouldn't like to think that Ronan was going to um, be. be that surprised me, but but. He needs to put a bit of weight on doing our Connor in a lot of respects. He needs to he needs to toughen himself up a little bit. Perhaps he needs more game time, but I suspect that he has been put in there to just get some game time. I mean physically he's like he's on par with Jota, isn't he? Like that but yeah. It's, it's the core strength yeah, you worry is, about, yeah. not, not the physique, yeah. but how strong you are in your core. Now I was on about this to Oris about uh, how Jota has, has got this like his core strength that even though he's a slight player and it looks like you'd knock him off the ball <laughs> watching him at Warsaw uh, he had these big Dutch dudes all over him at, at some point man he was shrugging them off he was doing it with yeah, um, he, he did it with Keogh on Saturday at Derby I mean as I say you know Jota's my favourite player because I just love the fight in him and Neves hit the shot and he hit the bar and that and then when it went in You'd like come out, Jota was in there. There's, there's no friendlies in Jota, he's fucking win at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Whether I bet he's like out in training, he just plays to win, he's an all out winner. An horrible little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Cross bounced off him the other night, eh? he? That, did that, that big fucking unit. I mean, those both going for the ball, and it was like 75 25 in Sean Cross's favour, but Jota got there first. Yeah, and just, just 
stuck his shoulder out like and, and, and Shawcross went the other fucking way like sideways. A lot of core strength. Yeah. But he's got he's got that innate will to win now. That's what you've got to love about him. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't say anything bad about him. Unless he, he leaves us, then I'll slag The one problem is the refs with him because they don't, because he, he often comes back to get the ball. That they see it as a challenge from behind, whereas he still actually nicks the ball. He does. Without, taking, without touching the player. And, and the refs don't fucking understand this half the yeah. fucking time. They're blowing up. And he's won the fucking ball clean and it frustrates the fuck out of me. Especially as they're like 15 yards away and you're sitting, if you're in the stand and you can see it, and everybody else can, because I agree with you. He outfoxes them. Yeah. Basically, they're falling over because they've overbalanced, because they've tried to shift speed to keep up with Jota, which they can't do. So they end up falling over. Yeah. And yeah, they do. So he does, does annoy me enormously because he's. You know, he, he wins the ball clean that often, and the ref blows up. It's simply because he's, he's run, he's tracked somebody back, and he's, he's, he's actually got in front of him. By the yeah. time that, and the, and the, the ref ain't seeing this, because yeah. you know, he, he, it annoys me. Referees in, entirely annoy me. Like, the fucking lot of them. So. They should, what they should do before the game starts, yeah, and I say this to any referee in the Premiership that's going to that's going to referee one of our games, just go up to Joe to with your finger like that and just prod him hard in the stomach. Right, and then you'll just see what kind of a player he is. If if you want, grab hold of him, around, just grab his stomach to squeeze it, and that'll be like fucking iron. That would it would because his core strength is that good, and you can tell it is. You know, and, and that's all I've got. I say I'm fondle jobs. They all go. It's the ego. All I want do what you got to fucking do, I suppose, but yeah, fondle him, see how hard he is. Not see how hard he is. However, <laughs> <laughs> get your fizz on. <coughs> oh, um, what, what else um, R. Oris is asking is about the young players that Nuno's introduced. I've, I've got to say this because I've watched the um, Ajax, Stoke and Derby game, particularly Ajax and Stoke. He made multiple changes at one time, half a dozen. The youngsters come on and every single one of them knew the job down to the, the finite detail. And we were really impressed. I mean, I know when they played Ajax, we, we commented how well they did. But up at Stout, like with their six coming off and, and bringing the six kids on, y you were thinking, Stout might be going to get into this a bit more. But, but it just didn't happen, did it? And we had Elliot Watt and Pedro Goncalves in the middle of the park. And the pair of them, like against Joe Allen and that Bruder, was it? Yeah. The, 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 they just bossed it, really. They were just that, like, at ease with the system and where they needed to be and what the jobs were. That just demonstrates like the level of coaching ability that Nuno's got. It's not about the players, it's about the system. And every one of them is like, assimilated into that, into that system. It's, it's, it's just brilliant to see. Um, Cameron John, left wing back, he's, he impressed me when he was. But I think the pick of the bunch for me is Ryan Giles. Um, we've got, we, we saw him for the first time up at Bescott when we played Ajax. And his, his pace and his physicality for a kid so young, Ryan Giles, was yeah. really, really impressive. And he did the same up at Stoke, didn't he? When he, he, he broke free, beats them. And he's a winger, but he's playing left wing back. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that shows. I'll say this about Giles, watching him at, uh, 
at Warsaw. We were like six yards away from the pitch. Uh, mate, you, f- you, f- you feel that motherfucker running down the side of the pitch, through the yeah, pitch, yeah. through your feet. He was trembling. It His little neck was going. He, he just wanted to get to the ball. There was such a hunger in him. That I'd, looking at his face and thinking, man, yeah, he's a friendly, but dude, you're running. F- you want that <coughs> fucking ball, don't you? This ain't no like half-baked idea that you've got to play football. He wants that ball. He wants to do something with it. Uh, Cody was going mad at him at Warsaw. He telling him to keep tracking back and <laughs> looking at his defender. I think there might be a few times when he gets caught out if he plays in, in the Premiership. But I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll see them get a couple of chances to get a ball into, into our box. As long as I can see Ryan Giles running down the wing like he does and attacking... They're off. I mean, he's a natural left winger, isn't he? That that's his. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was out at Telford on loan end of the season, and I think he got eight assists and four goals. And that's like Conference North. That's a man's fo- men's football. That is. Yeah. So for him to win all his own there, it shows he's got something about him. That that would have done him the world of good. Bridge whether or not, you know, they're, they're going to line him out somewhere else. I hope not. Well, the thing the thing is with these these young players, they, they all sort of develop and come on at different different times in their careers. They, they, they sort of have a, have, a, have a spurt where they, they, they sort of come to the fore, and then and, and it's definitely his time at the moment. And it's how he capitalises on that. The, you know, the fact that he's been given. Obviously, they've seen something to get him there. Obviously, with Conor Ronan, it's probably gone a bit the other way. It's probably gone a little bit backwards. So th- this is how it has to be, isn't it? You know, the, the, the ones that are showing it at the time. I mean, when the gaffer sees the training sessions, exactly. They're, they're, the, one, they're the ones who get, who get the nod. There ain't no uh, sentiment uh, there anymore, is there? There ain't no love going. I think there's love going on there, but it's love for players that actually do progress and who do work hard in training and have got something about them. And I think if you're not in that select group, it don't matter what your name is, you're going to be playing on the back pitch, you know, picking the cones up at the end of a training session. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's all, it's all a bit doggy, doggy, you know, from, I mean, from, from the age of 10 or whatever, you know, they go through this, don't they, when they, when they get yeah. to the football clubs. Uh, and it's bloody hard on, on youngsters to, you know, to, and then to see them sort of in, in games like that, they're playing for what we are now a Premier League club in a friendly they're probably thinking Christ (laughs) we're nearly there Uh, and uh, whether they can just do a little bit extra to get in there but everything he shows you know everything about his game it's there isn't it he's got he's got he's got a change of face he's got he's got a left foot you know he's got a shot on him he's got the physicality and 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 he's he's a big lad as well isn't he you know he's he's not he's not one of the, the, the little ones so yeah, I mean Elliot Watts. As I say, Elliot Watts and um, Goncalves, Goncalves. They they really impressed me as a two, as a duo against Oak for that twenty five minute spell. Pedro, did he play? Yeah, 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 yeah. He came on again, and um, that they would like. I like it. Bossing, yeah. The way that the way those two and that and that Oscar Burr yeah. Rasmussen. He, he does run funny. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me a bit of Stephen Hunt, I said to you. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bit like him. He's, he, he fucking arms and fucking legs everywhere, but the, 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 effort, the effort is all there. Yeah, yeah. Know. That's how I run them. <laughs> but the three of them, what, what impressed me about it, because Stoker got some horrible, nasty fuckers out of there. Yeah? You know, I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're just fucking shit out of there. <laughs> you know, they're, you know, they're, 
the last thing you want to see young lads being he smashed about but they, they stood up to it all and, and they ratted for the ball like fuck I mean that it's one of the things I love about Jasper he, he, he'll rat for the ball all day long yeah. and then three did it they never give up they never they, they never stopped chasing for a lost cause never give even, a when they, even when I lost the ball the other was covering for him I thought, I thought the three of them all had good games from that point of view. Well, what a great place to learn how to play football in the in the company of fucking Jota and Neves and Patricio and Jimenez. Absolutely. What a fucking great environment that must be for a young kid to go in and just think, fuck, look at it, fucking players. And he's doing that, so I'm going to do that as well. You know, if he's tenacious, I'm going to be a bit more fucking tenacious. Yeah. And it's it's, it's that ladder that he starts grabbing the rungs and pulling yourself up with effort but what an environment to learn it man. what an environment just like, staggers me I mean it must be fantastic going into Compton every day with, that, with those players and, yeah. and we do know it's the gaffer like so what's what and, you know he called Elliot whatever at start didn't he just had a word in his ear like, and you could just see him just like taking everything in yeah it was just like you did that do that and then that, it's, it's just so instructive for them. Could, but, compared to Mourinho at Man U, he's having a fucking torrid time in with the, with his young ones. He's oh man, he's losing it big time, he is, man. He looks like one of them before and after crackhead photos. You only get away with bluster for so long now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, know you, know you, you can keep, keep spitting the, the old lines out. But propaganda. You, you know, it comes to bite you on the arse sometimes, right? and you can't keep just moving your club. He's got, he's got to the one he wanted to be at, yeah. and he's out working out. Where's he going to try and fucking get P- get his way next. out to yeah. next? You know, that, that's the thing with him. He's, he's always had a bit of a plan. Well, if he all gets tits up here, do, yeah. fuck off somewhere. Else. We don't stay long anywhere, does he? Yeah, uh, but uh, he's got nowhere to go now. He's got nowhere to run. Nowhere yeah. to run to be, but uh, he hasn't. God, man, he looks as rough as fuck. But I knew damn well what had happened when he saw it, when he said, "I'll go and coach for him." That club's got the ghost of Alex Ferguson fucking wandering up and down them corridors, yeah. and the ghost of the uh, fucking well, yeah, they did Charlton, all that, all that Manu Mafia that are in place in all these positions, man. There's no way you can move. You, you could. Same when Mad was we went to it, you know. Anyway, fuck Man U, no. Yeah. I love talking about Man U. Fuck Man U. So I don't like him. I love denigrating him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be doing that when we go up and play him um, in a couple of months. We'll, we'll do a lot of that. Yeah, I'd love to see him all, it's all going to pop for them. I think it's a bit funny next season. Yeah. I, I just think we, we should mention Carl, like his announcement of his retirement. Who? Carl Akima. Yeah, man, you get to a stage. Where you've, you've you've got to kick back and start to chill out a bit more, you know what I mean, and that's what he's doing. What do you think about it here? Before I put my thoughts. Well, I'd, I'd just like to say what a, what a great career he had, really, because he was at our club for a, God knows how many. Age nine. Uh, yeah, so it was like twenty odd years, yeah. twenty odd years. And and like when I first first saw him, I always thought he'll be good here, will. And, and but the fact was we got we got good keepers, haven't we? We've always had uh, uh, And like you know, you, you, you saw this, this this guy there that was that was always on the on the fringe sort of thing, and, and like never really got his chance. And like when he was still there, I can remember. I think I might have said this to you. I think I think you and your little and might have been there. It was a pre-season friendly after we got rid of. NSC 
Yeah, he was he was Saul Backham's first game, pre-season friendly. That only knew whoever he was playing. I think it might have been some Spanish team then. And he was in goal. And because it was a pre-season friendly and there weren't any there, no, you no. could actually hear his instructions. You could say, I said, I can remember. I'm, I'm really glad he's in goal because I can hear his... You can hear his instructions and it's all making sense. Hennessy never did any of that. Yeah. And like, let's hope this guy gets his chance. And he did after that. And uh, it, it was great to see. And he, I, know, I know we had we had a relegation season, but we had we had the we had the good season, and we we, we had the, we had the cup wins, didn't we? And everybody, a lot of people had mentioned the the, the win at Stoke, where he, he was. Yeah, was, was it, it about was four un- saves in in the spags of something like about fifteen minutes or it second half. He was unbeatable. So the great the, the great thing is he has had he has had a great career. Uh, played for played for the best club in the world, and let, let's hope he has a, he has a wonderful retirement now and get, get some sort of place, at you know, uh, doing bits for the club somewhere somewhere along the line. Yeah, which I'm sure will happen. I know Nigeria have offered him um, a, a position like for international goalkeeping coach and whatever, and that's it. I mean, the Nigerians love him, didn't they? Like when he went over there, they they were raving about yeah, him course. when he first started playing. It's it's just he's in remission. Obviously, you know better than anybody what that what that disease can yeah. do to you. Yeah, and just all the best for the future, Carl. You're always. Uh, be one of us always will be always will be man but yeah going back to like the, the, the thing is it's a battle when you when you're when you're fighting against that illness and it, 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 it's a battle that you have to put everything into yeah. you know every single fucking bit of strength that you've got is, is, is spent purely existing you know what I mean that is getting up breathing fucking going for a piss having a wash Everything is a battle and an effort. There's no two ways about that. Now, you, you, you do, st- you start to feel better as soon as you're diagnosed. As funny as it sounds, mentally, you know, because you know that at least you're having something done to you and yes. you're being treated, and it feels good, and it's like the start of the battle. Uh, but the real battle is when they do actually tell you that, mate, you, you're in remission. You're cool. You know, you don't have to come to the hospital for another six months and then we'll do a scan on you or something. But, you know, really go out and enjoy your life. That is, is, is when the battle really starts because everything that you've believed in before that, like getting a job, uh, having a nice car, going on holiday, uh, all the things that you're supposed to, to do in your life become unimportant. Mm. Now, all his goalkeeping and all the struggles that, that he's gone through in the past to become a goalkeeper for Wolves is, is now a moot point. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean fuck all because he's just had the greatest battle of his no, life. No, of course, he has had the best result ever. And now he's going to be looking at the rest of his life and thinking, I've got to fill this shit up with some interesting stuff. Yeah. You know, I want to be interested doing it. I want to learn things. I want to fucking experience things. It wouldn't surprise me if they did offer him a role, role at Molyneux and then sent him off to fucking China coaching or sent him off to <coughs> Dubai to learn to get his coaching badges and then to come back to, to, the, Molyneux, to the Molyneux, more experienced, having had a nice holiday, training yeah. people, took his family out there, they're only young. Travelling with kids yeah, is got- one of the best things you can fucking do to get the kids 
heads a bit bigger than they normally are you know, those kids so yeah fucking Carl's got he's going to have a great rest of his life no two ways about it but man it's a battle trying to suss out everything that's going on because everything is strange once you come out of that fucking tunnel I mean, I mean, because I would say it's as well, strange. like because we got the news about his illness towards the beginning of last season. Yeah, that was sort of part of the galvanising force. However, so, seeing like a lot of the backbiting and bitching and whatever that fans had amongst themselves seemed to like take a backseat to it because it was all behind Carl. Then there was all the fundraising and whatever. Yeah, and I thought that was a really positive thing, but like recently. It's gone it's, back to it's, normal. It's eh? crept in. It's crept in yeah. a little bit more, hasn't it? Yeah. But, but I mean, in terms of Carl, just all the best to him. I, I don't think we can say anything other than that. He wants a wolf, always a wolf, and he is a wolf. Yeah, we love Carl. We have to see us soon doing something. I've got, uh, I've got another point that we never covered on the last potty that I thought was a bit remiss of us. And I mean, Pearlie's been and sorted the tickets out for um, Leicester for us today, yeah. and it's the silver ticket. This is like. A, I've had this conversation with a few people and I still can't work out why they introduced it as such. Now there was 1,300 away season ticket holders and that's restricted by the capacity of Bournemouth's away section. Fair enough. Everybody else goes in the pot. Yeah? Yeah. And so then they bought out this silver ticket like for 70 quid. And my only reasoning for it is, you take a cash grab, a cash grab at seventy pound, like it's only thirty-five grand or whatever, and it like five hundred yeah. tickets. I think somebody's been in the era Dalrymple and whatever, somebody with a bit of influence. But yeah, but my son's like he wants and he won't get a ticket and that. And like somebody with a bit of influence at boardroom level is, is like being badgered in, in, into doing it because otherwise it just does not make rhyme or reason there's no logic behind it because the way it works with the loyalty points is fine because if you go to the games you get more points and you've got more chance of getting a ticket so like all they've done is just shrunk the market even more in effect and I know if people don't take up the tickets they go into the pot anyway but that silver ticket I just cannot work out why they've done it the might the the only the only two logic hundred percent agree with everything you said. You, you know that you, it, it doesn't really make sense for it to have been introduced, and certainly it, I think I know that it's not a, it's, it's not a cash cow thing because you know like you said seventy quid isn't really here or there. But even so, I still don't see why it should be priced the same as what's classed as the gold. Yeah. Season ticket, if you know what I mean. I think there should be a, a differential. A, 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 a differential there. It should be a bit less. But the only the only reason I think they can they brought it in is a to make the ticket office life a bit easier, so that they can stagger the sales of away season tickets, uh, away tickets a bit better. You know, you know, you've got you've got an extra differential in there. Maybe. You know, between between away season ticket holders, silver season ticket holders, season ticket holders, etc. You know, points and so on. So it, it, that that could be one possible reason. The other the other possible reason is, is is like preparation for the European thing, where they might expand the silver idea, um, possibly to guarantee you a what, you know an European tickets. Well, it's good to have ambition in it, but I, I just can't. I, like in in terms of the way they did it and how many, it, it's just a little it, bit. It baffling. certainly doesn't make sense for this season. No, it because, does. It's a little bit baffling. It, it, it gets you the same 
as a as a but it gives you no guarantees for Bournemouth. So why they didn't keep it the same for this season? Hope Bournemouth get relegated and then and then expand expand the fucking fingers you know, crossed you Bournemouth yeah, wankers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know why, why they didn't leave it a season? I don't know, or, or or at least a couple of seasons. I don't know. Okay, I don't understand anything about the. the I haven't got either. I haven't got a silver away ticket. I haven't got an. I just hope and pray that somebody will grab hold of it. We, we've kept on the same thing like on the loyalty point. Some some of the lads that we go with, they they jumped on it, and there's like, but and big dogs always had one anyway. Yeah. Um, he's always had the away one. Hope you're enjoying uh, um, Thailand, Andrew, with your dirty dirty sod calling me metal envelope. Hope you get fucking dicked. Rot your bum. Lady boy, lady boy, incoming right. By fucking, by Stan. Shall we do some Twitter questions? Yeah, before he gets too disgusting. I like his shit. I'd rather talk about lady boys than fucking away season tickets. We've, we've got a few okay um, some of them are just nonsense the Twitter verse it could be a great place to become okay this is from John Bradley from John Bradley his question is are Wolves ready to become the most hated club in the country it happened to Chelsea and to Man City when they came into money and splashed cash on their squads ah, we've always been fucking hated anyway I think I think that answers it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Everybody fucking fuck. hates us anyway. I don't you? give a fuck. They don't like our accents. They don't like our town. <laughs> fuck them. I just, couldn't just give a fuck. Bathe in their enmity, and yeah, give, I couldn't give a give, shit. The more aggravated, I have to start throwing themselves off off the tops of stands in in, in hate because everyone that plops on the ground, I'm going to fucking laugh. That'd be so funny. That dude did that at Celtic, didn't it? At Parkhead threw himself off one of the fucking tears. Celtic fan. Yeah. I, I don't know where the range to score does it was. There was stuff. But if We've got another one here from <laughs> Russell Smart. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Although we have plenty of time to get our transfer business done and dusted, we appear to have glaring, from a fan's perspective, deficiencies in our squad. Do you think, even with Mendes's help, we are struggling to get players to buy into our project? Players such as Patricio and Moutinho? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of them. No, buying into the project. Not a no. clue. Once played for Portugal a bit, innit? Has he? Yeah. I thought you were Spanish. No, 113 times, Monica. 113 times? Yeah. But I d- I d- so I don't know whether, even with Mendes Isel, probably struggling to get players to buy into the project. I think that's a lot of bollocks myself. Well, I, th- I think. So uh, have we got glaring deficiencies in our squad, have we? From Where a fan's perspective. Well, look, look at his name. I, th- I think might, maybe um, we, we did have up until Johnny came in like, and um, right wing back is something that was troubling in terms of Doherty being the only senior one there Yeah. and now we brought in a Spanish under 21 international who was at Celta Vigo, Atleti have um, signed him on a long term contract and they've, they've let him out that's Uncle George doing the business for it I mean at Derby, I know we played left side last week he um, from a defensive perspective, I thought thought he looked really good, physical, strong, getting forward. His left foot ain't the best for crosses, but he can play. They can do a job there. But I think right wing back is yeah, right of, wing back. That's that, that's where he's been. Um, I don't I don't see any. Uh, I mean, with with my woeful football knowledge of watching it for like forty fucking something years, 
and just only just lately I've been thinking I, I kind of understand what's happening here you know and yeah I do understand it a bit do I see glaring gaps nah not really they look strong to me you've got you to remember that perhaps having like a do you need a, a really deep squad no, to play I, in the Premier League I struggle to think of a, I football progressed in any way there's possibly a couple of goalkeepers better than Patricia, possibly. I, I don't see a better centre-back than Bolly, anyway. No. Um, do you see better wing-forwards, for want of a better word, than Costa and Jot? Do you really see better? There are many better than Nevers. And centre-mid, Matinho well, and Nevers. Um, <laughs> I'm struggling to see the deficiencies, uh, Mr Smart. Unless one gets injured, say we lose now. Yeah, he's, he's a question on a bit of a lighter note. Then this is from Graham Culp, and he says, "Name your Wolves all-time shit hours in five-a-side team." Oh, <laughs> Ali Robertson. Does he, what do you mean shit hours? In take it, Graham. We'll have to we'll have to answer this in the, in, in the way we we, we think. If, if I, if I was playing a shit house in five a side team, bear in mind you can't get away with a lot of a nutty uh, team. A, 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 lot, a lot of what you can do on an eleven a side pitch on a five a side pitch. Kendalling goal. Yeah, yeah. goal. Yeah. It'd probably have to be Kendall or Budgie. Um, that was the other one. Muscat, got to be. Muscat would have to be in there. Have we forgiven him from What you're thinking with those names is that. that that they'd be able to get away on a five-a-side pitch with uh, what they do on an eleven-a-side pitch, and that isn't necessarily no, it the is. case, is it? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd certainly like. I'd think of a, a shit house in five-a-side team is one that just keeps the ball all the time and fucking. You know, yeah, just keep hold of it. All right, and, then the skillful end of it. Then the skillful there's end. A bit okay, of skill, there's a bit of skill involved there as well. We'll we'll have a shit house in one, and then we'll have one that'll keep the ball all day. All right, the good one. Peter so, no, Knowles. we did the bad one first. Peter Knowles. We did the bad one first. So we've got. Not Ali Robertson, <laughs> Kendall in goal, Berry, Muscat, Keith Curl, Muscat Curly, Curly was a shit <laughs> Brilliant defender, but my god, he fucking <laughs> get it the opposition does. Steve Kinder up front. Okay, then we. <laughs> so we've got Muscat Curl, and we need one more. Have we had Berry, George Berry? Yeah, but we've got two defenders, haven't we? All right. So we, we've got Kinder. So, Curl, Muscat, and Kendall. So we need one more. We need a midfielder, don't we, really? Keith Downing. Midfield Snotter, and then he's possibly. Uh, Duke. Bailey. Bailey would have been in my capable team, definitely. Um, Downing. We'll get Downing. I like so that, that's the shit yeah, in one. Good at down, yeah. Now we're going to give the shit in one. Peter Knowles. <laughs> yeah, Peter Knowles. Mike Bailey. Johnny DeWolf. Dean Richards. Playing it at the back. Dean and Possibly Dean Holmes. Yeah. Um, Goalkeeper. Paul Bradshaw. <laughs> you need somebody that's comfortable with the ball at the feet, don't you? <laughs> hey. Oh, it's all gone silent. So, so it's fucking so organic. This is. How many we we got so far in this? In so we got Richards, DeWolf, 
Peter Knowles. <laughs> Who else do we get? Bailey. We've got about seven or eight in this check one. A, check a Wharton. Check a Wharton. I never ever saw, saw him play for Wolves. I saw him play for Gordon. And that guy, like, after he finished playing for Wolves, he was like, doing just out of this world. He, he, he was a magician with the ball. Check a Wharton. <laughs> okay, this, this one is from... Yahweh seen me right, Hailing Wolf. Yeah. Right, and he wants to know with Douglas leaving what effect do you think this will have on the squad particularly fringe players will it demotivate and worry them encourage them or give them a kick up the backside what will be the impact on the dressing room I, I don't think the impact would be as big as people think it will be because I think as soon as Nuno walked in that dressing room he kind of set that out his stall straight away any good manager does in any business as soon as he comes in he said this is how it's going to be <coughs> no fucking about so they would have been told really really early on what the what the crap was if you don't perform if you're not up to standard and if you're not needed tactically the way we're playing or we're going to play that season you've got to find another club but we will find the best club for you and we will get the best conditions and prices and wages for you as we possibly can. <coughs> so I think Duggar wouldn't have been that bothered really because he's probably on a bit of a more improved offer Definitely. at Leeds. He's getting, he's getting more cash in his pocket. Seven figure signing on fee. He's just celebrated a fucking he's signing on fee. He's just celebrated winning the championship with Wolves. Last year he was in Turkey. He secured his financial future and he would move. Massively, he won't be pissed off. Definitely, he won't be pissed off. I mean, I think it's a good question, that, because it opens up as to why he's actually left, isn't it? Because it's whether a question of he wasn't considered good enough to make the step up, or it was simply too good an offer to, to turn down from anybody's point of view, or there's this other rumour that he turned up late for the pre-season in Germany, was it? Turned up late somewhere? Yeah, he had a fallout apparently, did now, I don't know anything about it. If, that, if that's the case, then if it, if it was the case that there was a fallout because of that, then that has, the message has to stand loud and clear that it. You, you know, no one has to give but that message out. Of course you can. Yeah. Sorry to halt your flow. No, if, right. if I don't tell you, I'll fucking forget. When you get fucking eye-powered like alpha male dudes together, which is like a football team, and they're all sportsmen, they're gladiators, they're, they're in each other's faces, they've got to be all the time because that's the way they display their hunger. I don't think an argument happened out there. I don't. Because I think arguments have already happened because it's all part and parcel of having 11 fucking alpha male, well 12 including Nuno, perhaps even the rest of them. It's a very male orientated environment and they're going to be in each of us faces, they're going to say fuck off or good bollocks you fucking Portuguese cunt and all these things. That they'll be, they'll, so I don't think it was an argument, but if it were an argument, what, what could it be? What, what do you reckon happened? What do you reckon was the conversation that went on? There. Well, I mean, if if it's a disciplinary thing, it's a, it's, a, it's a disciplinary thing, isn't it? And if if he did turn up late, yeah, I mean, it, I, I wouldn't think Nuno is prepared to take any sort of slap. You know, no. I mean, it would surprise me if it was Douglas because he's always struck me as the ultimate, ultimate professional. professional. Yeah, 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 you know, I would agree with so, that. Uh, so that would surprise me. But if it's that, the, the message has to stand. Clear, doesn't it? You, you don't piss about. Don't you know, you, you, or you'll you, be off to Leeds. You, you're playing in a very privileged <coughs> position, you know. So, 
It is a bit of an abstract question then. This is from Ricky, our friend Ricky in Germany. What painting would wolves be? If wolves were a painting, what painting would they be? Well, ju 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 judging by Twitter, it would be the screen by Edward Munch, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just recently. Yeah. Or some Jackson It would have a very stormy background. It would, yeah. It'd be like one of your bolts on the, um, the yeah. stormy sea. Oh God, what would it be? Fucking hell. That, that's such an odd question. It is. It's abstract. Isn't I it? don't know. Something... Uh, I, uh, something by Frank Frazetta. I can remember Frank Frazetta. He used to do all the album covers. And there was always yeah. some lanky bird on his arm and some fucking demon with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a fucking dragon or something. This, this is Sandy Wolves, this is. This is, this is. this is it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's yeah, what it'd be. Yeah. It'd, it'd be fucking the, the painting on the meatloaf album. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it'd be. It'd be the Sistine Chapel. It'd be... What album cover that fucking question should have been? Yeah, should have been. Yeah. So um, we've got we've got a couple more to go through. So let's have a look what else we've got. Alison Jones sends in. We're currently experiencing experiencing amazing highs as Wolves fans, but what would you say was the worst time you have experienced supporting the club? Um, a few examples spring to mind, but would love to hear your thoughts. Some bad times following Wolves. Well, a few of them, haven't we? I've, I've got one that annoyed the shit out of me when we lost uh, five one to Leicester. The 83 84 season, yeah, sometime in the early 80s, yeah. And I walked out of there, and I'm just thinking, What the fuck is going on? And we we're about to get wound up as well. Tommy Doherty, uh, Tommy Doherty, fucking Doug Ellis trying to, trying to fucking buy the club and wind us up. Trouble merchant, we'll fucking we'll never forget you, Ellis. You can't. He had his car kicked in the other way, day by fucking Villa fans. Were you blues fans? Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard something about that. He's 90-odd, yeah. isn't he, no? Uh, yeah. Fair play, Blues. Doug Ellis, he's a fucking monster. I don't care what anybody says. He tried, to, tried to fuck our club up. Seriously, fuck Yeah, up. He, he did. And, and, he, and he would have done, given half a chance. Yeah, he would have. Um, I, I worked with somebody years ago. Um, probably over 40 years ago now. No, about 40 years ago. Who told me all about Doug Ellis. And what a, what a fucking horrible bloke he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really nasty, despicable person. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted him anywhere near us, to be honest. No, not the kind of bloke we want in the boardroom. Mm. I mean, other disappointments. I hope whoever's wiping his arse at the moment wipes it with fucking sandpaper. Splatch his bleach up his bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other disappointments. Love you, Doug. <laughs> there's that many in that all the shot in the playoffs. That, that all the shot was oh, that was, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the You're bringing it back. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, not thinking about, no, the blue I'm thinking about doing there. It was the a fucking horrible place. The blue went up big time after that, didn't it? it did. Oh, the squaddies and everything. But the less we say about that, the better. <laughs> I mean, the one, th the one thing, because I, I, I want somebody to tweet me this photo, because I remember seeing it after the game. Because the Isle of the South Bank was just wolves, and that was in the bottom of the new stand. Yeah. yeah. The Isle of the South Bank was just wolves, and it, it hadn't been like that for years and years and years no. and years. And it was just, I can remember like thinking, fucking hell, this is brilliant. And then Bobby Bastard Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. I bumped into him a few years later down in Brighton, and I mentioned it to him, and he said how moody it was. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> the atmosphere was <laughs> man, it, it, because we had hope again. At, at yeah, the time no. when our hope was dashed. It was terribly on that noise. So all, all the shot was a yeah. was a bad but fucking. We all said, you seem to be playing them every week, and then we, them seasons day. Every week we were playing all the shot. And then there was um, not lob as well, Bolton with McGinley. That that still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she's fucking woeful. Yeah, 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 yeah. She wanted to know about bad what a shit what question. Worst, worst, worst moment I ever had was wasn't actually at a game. It was I'd been to a meeting in 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 Waterloo Road, the other the other side of Waterloo Road, the town centre side. And I was walking back out of there. It was in summertime, and there was a, there used to be a newspaper seller on the corner on the corner of Waterloo Road selling the store. And the, the the banner on the on the you know they used to have a, a placard yes yeah. placard used to, said walls to be weighed down by the weekend something mm. like that you know saying it was definitely going to happen and I walked down there past the ground past the water and the road standing crumbling as it was and I just started to well up and yeah, tears yeah. coming down that that is the worst moment I've ever had in my life was reading that and when when I got home and I read the full article I thought this is it this is be fucked yeah. But it, fortunately, I th- well, I always had a whole party. I, th- I thought, nah, man. You, 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 this, this, at the time, we used to be massive in the seventies. We'd have like fifty thousand people in that yeah, fucking yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. And, and, just... and not a lot changed really. Only mismanagement. And I thought somebody will come in at some point. They, they can't let a club like Wolves fucking disappear you just can't do it somebody will come in at some point and fucking put money into it you always had that out but as I say that, that afternoon I definitely thought that's it oh man was it raining as well no no it was a beautiful summer's day so it took the piss then pretty much yeah okay we've got time for a couple more um, a quick one from Mark what's Mikey's cob order for Leicester away <laughs> what's Mikey's what your cob order your what do you want on your baps for Leicester oh I don't know man fucking beef <laughs> <laughs> um Kimbar sent one in. Where's it gone? What? Yeah, Wolves can make one signing. Literally any player in the world. Who would it be and why? If you could sign one player, it's a bit fantasy football. Who would it be and why? Uh, well, I'll let you take the first. For me, Gareth Bale. I think you got to go for if you go for a game changer. I think and he's the ultimate game changer for me. One moment, all he needs is. A good you know, shout, isn't it? A few seconds and like he changes the game. So, Gareth Bowser on Sakimbo for me. I'd, I'd go for his former teammate and I'd get Harry Kane in as, as um, somebody that can play in, in a three. There's some big names, mate. It's making my sound shit. Yeah, now. but I'm, ju- I'm just thinking like <laughs> four se- three seasons or four seasons on the trot, 20 odd goals plus in the Premier League. So, yeah, I'll stick him in that team. Like He's, he's going to get 20 odd goals again. You, you would be talking like top six. Because we ain't going to give that many goals away because our, our system's built on defence. So, uh, are, we, are we thinking not tactically here, just any player? Anybody you want and why? Ah, fucking hell, man. So, bail for the game change. Go for players from the past. <laughs> yeah, why not? You can for who you want. Fucking Rob Oin March. Rob Oin March, yeah. That equalised at the Albion. How late that was. Which I'll never forget. No, nah, not Rob Oin March. Who would I have? I know Rashford old. He's young, man. He's. He, 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 I like the way he plays. I, I like his attitude. I like I like his movements. Uh, I, I don't think he's, he's he found the perfect medium to express what he's about, Mr. Rashford. And 
I, I think I, I like them. I think he'd fit well in our team. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him as part of that front three, moving around. You know, get letting a bit of that rhythm go. So for, for that, yeah, I, I convinced by Kane. I, 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 I honestly, I, I think he blows on cold a lot of the time. There's no denying the amount of goals that he scored, but he, on big occasions, man, like when he played for England, he fucking switched off, man. He, he, he let himself come too deep. I don't know if he was put there, but I, I just don't like his face either. I don't like his hair. <laughs> <laughs> right? His hair is always fucking perfect. There's never a fucking hair out of place. This, this, we got one from Stacey. One player has to go in our first team squad. Who goes and why? So if you've got to get rid of one. Right. Okay, for footballing reasons, or if you don't like him. Well, if if you don't like the way his hair looks, if he ain't yeah. got me good in hair, or if you just think he doesn't fit in, <laughs> who who goes and why? Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll give you some odd questions. That, 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 that is an odd one, eh? I mean, like, I mean, ninety percent of Twitter would say Danny, wouldn't they? I would, I would, I would assume if if you had to get rid of one out of the squad, it would be Danny. Oh. You wouldn't they're, get. They're saying first team squad. I suppose. Yeah. yeah I suppose it, it, she doesn't say first team. She says squad. Squad. So Danny for me because I wouldn't. He's been it all day long over Danny, as we said. Yeah, yeah. There wouldn't be a question there. Uh, I, it, yeah, I fucking. I, I want to play the devil's advocate, right, and not, and not say Danny, but because. Well, well yeah, it is a bit. I mean, yeah, it does seem. It does come down to a sort of picking on him thing doesn't it which, which I always feel a bit sorry for the lads yeah. when, it, when it comes to that so. but I'm just answering the question aren't I yeah yeah, yeah. how well, old is Danny back now 26 27 yeah, so just going to his peak are you? really he's just getting into the groove physically he's matured uh, he's, he's he's fit fitter than he ever will be I suppose uh, would he learn anything this season? Would he? Is he going to play this season? You know, if 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 he ain't playing in the first team, then he shouldn't be in the fucking squad at all. I think he will be mentioned in the squad because of the home ground thing. But I'm, I'm not I'm not hundred percent on the maths on that, so don't sort of uh, quote me too much on it. But I think I think there's a chance that that he'll be kept and uh, and will actually possibly feature in the squad. Yeah, uh, that's part of the home ground. I think. I think. Especially, I mean, like, if if there's if one of your centre backs gets injured and and you've got to throw somebody on, at least you can throw him on more or less in any one of the three, can't you? Yeah, yeah. And also, and they, and, they, and they get somebody else to alternate to do. Say it was Cody that had to come off. You get some. You could get say Bennett to do Cody's role or whatever, and then and then get. He'll always give you 100% commitment, won't he? And he's ultra professional, so you you, you can't knock him. And like you say, you can't. Disrespect him, but that was just answering a question. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah. Um, Danny Bat, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Richie Lamine um, said he was visiting the new camp today, so I hope you enjoyed that, Richie, with the kids. Do you honestly believe that in the next few seasons our team could be gracing the grounds there in a European Cup game? And if so, will it be one of the best days of our life? I should imagine it is if we're in the new yeah. camp. Oh, yeah. That'll be some yeah. away day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it would be a good day. Uh, I mean, if, would, will we be there? Yeah, I think. Falsen's target's top six, and they're going to give the resources to Nuno to get there. Maybe not 
this season, maybe next season, season after. So yeah, definitely, it's yeah. definitely uh, two seasons time. I can see it. Yeah, definitely being aim for the stars and touch the moon. Okay, uh, new notification wants to know: Is Mr. Petal Lengrol's book going to be printed in Chinese? Uh, it, I thought it already was. Yeah. I haven't actually read it. It's gone to Japan, hasn't it? But I, I said it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably fucking. Rip it off anyway and start printing millions of the fucking things. I mean, the, the one area like that I still think we've got a little bit of um, is centre midfield. Only for the fact we've let Big Alf go. And I just think we need an option of that big physicality. I know we mentioned Loftus-Cheek on the podium a few times and we, we'd love him. And, and I think maybe if we could get another centre midfield in. Because we've got Martino, Neves, Gibbs-White... And then after that, whether Sice, don't forget. I know we have got Sice as well. Um, whether or not we need another option there, I think if Hawes goes out on loan, which people are saying Reading are after him, I know they've got a hard on for him for Courtney. So we're going to have a, have a season down there. And, and Sice has appeared at centre half in a couple of the. He did at Stoke. He did again at Derby, didn't he? Was he convincing? I, I just think he's comfortable on the ball, but because. Nuno plays them opposite, so Bolly's right footy plays left channel, Sice's left footy plays right channel. But Nuno loves that like opposite ball, doesn't he? Like because mm. when Sice plays in midfield with Nevers, like they're opposite to where they should be. Sice always is like the right hand berth, and Nevers is on the because he likes that switch ball. He, he just likes it. I don't know. He just does. So yeah, I mean, Sice has placed for, for Morocco at centre off. So there's no two ways about it. He can do it. He can read it. I just think you'd miss his nastiness in the because you need somebody who fucking put the foot in the field, no, no. But saying that, Matinho took like took a, a booking like um, professional cynical file at Derby, and I thought, good on you. You'll do he knows it. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got he's, he's got all the experience yeah. in the world, and he's, he's just he's just like a little jot. He's, <coughs> he's smaller than Jota Matinho. I, I watch him on YouTube. You and can I just thought, see yeah, him he's like, a little staffy. He's, he's, he's like, yeah. like yeah. fucking sticky um, so, yeah. so perhaps he's, he's, I mean I wouldn't denigrate him by saying we needed a nasty bastard in there because he's, there's obviously more, more to Matinho's game than that but uh, I, I think it is an element of, uh, of of like aggression in there with him from looking, looking at him on YouTube I haven't seen him but My old manager's motto used to be get your retaliation in first, lads, because I'll try and fucking kick you out, so fucking yeah. have a go at it, there. It, it's fucking right, Aid. <laughs> Make sure they know you're fucking there. The best form of defence is attack. Exactly. Get your head in there first. Stop chewing their nose off while they're still thinking about it. <laughs> and then there's just, like, I'm going to, it's, this is from Stephen Parks. I'm only going to ask the last bit of the question because the first bit like, is a bit abstract. Who would you rather fight? 100 hungry honey badgers in a shipping container or one hungry Oris in a tutu? <laughs> I, I wouldn't even do anywhere near Oris. I, wouldn't get near I don't even like going through King Smithford. No. I don't like going to Penn because oh. I know it's near him. I, I, I wouldn't want to fight Oris because you, no. you never get the end of it. It'll be. We ain't finished this yet. It, it ain't done. No, it's never, get it back it's, up. It's, ne- it's never going to be done, is it? Don't lie there crying so, with your bones sticking out. I fight a million fucking, was it honey badgers or whatever yeah. there was? Honey badgers, anyway. Yeah, we, we, ain't, we ain't checking on Oris. Fuck, fuck fighting Oris. <laughs> fuck that. I'd have the bastard will fucking stab him to death. I've told him if you, if you ever have aggravation, man, I'm waking up at four o'clock in the morning with a torch in his face. That's what's going to happen to him. And I know if I 
but I'm gonna have a nice pick right by his eyeball. Let's just ram it in there. It's the only way you get him or shoot him. Yeah. And I shoot him. No. That Irish man, bless his heart, he's such a friendly bloke. He's beautiful, he's a beautiful soul. He looked like a fucking tennis player at that sign in your voice. <laughs> he had these little shorts on and these little fucking, I don't know what he had on his feet, New Balance or something. That trainers, these funky eye tech things. And then it's like really old school Fred Dread fucking polo shirt. <laughs> and then Rocky was off to play tennis or something. That bloke was fucking immaculate. Absolutely immaculate. He looked absolutely fantastic. When he came to the Ajax game with us, he was with his tie and his... Uh... He looked like a Mormon, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Like he was going to give you some <laughs> fucking... He had his pair of graph paper trousers on. But he could have borrowed my shirt, couldn't he, to go with that? Relco trousers or something? What are Relco trousers? I don't know. I've never fucking heard of him in no. my life. And then he had a crocheted tie, was it crocheted? A crocheted, a knitted tie, a proper knitted <laughs> tie. And uh, that, that, that shirt. But man, when I put my arm around him, say hello, I left him. Man, that, that shirt was as crisp as anything. And I'm fucking damn sure, right, that he has his, he has his shirts laundered. He takes all his shirts en masse to a fucking specialist. Oh, right. Dry cleaning. And as am I earned and fucking... You know, slick as fuck. I'm sure because I put my arm around him, he's crispy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a well starched quality shirt. Like. Well starched, wasn't it? Yeah, none of your Primark shit that the arm falls off when you touch somebody. <laughs> Fucking quality shit, man. I reckon that in his wardrobe he's got a vernier to measure the gaps between. <laughs> I've seen a photo of his wardrobe. He put it on Twitter like a while back, didn't he? On I've never seen anything like it in my yeah. life. It was like a computer hard drive. <laughs> For clothes, <laughs> everything was like stacked up. <laughs> oh, I'll go round his house after. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I want to see your fucking wardrobe. Sartorial elegance all over, dude. I swear, it, it was the most fucking weird thing I've ever seen. Because my wardrobe just got it's just piles of shit on the floor in my bedroom. That's my wardrobe. I'll, <laughs> I'll pick something up and put it on, and that's okay, it for the day. That'll do. Yeah, and I've got holes in things as well, man, but he's so slick, he looks so good at that fucking signing. No two ways about it, that man is a dresser. He no, he is. Yeah, he is. Always looks good, I always feel like a scruffy bastard next to him. Villarreal? Yeah, you've got to wear a suit, apparently. On Saturday? So I'm in corporate. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't understand it, I, d I don't know why, Oris has got all some tickets. Are you, so, will you be um, selling any books? Selling what? the books. I think that's his idea. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> it. There will be books available, but I have to be carrying them in. Fuck that. Get him to do it. Yeah, but somebody will do it. Somebody will carry him in, I hope. It'll be a good match for the Real. No, it will to be. To, to, yeah, they're a decent side, aren't they? And Big Alf will be there, hopefully. Yeah. Give him a reception. Yeah, that'd be nice. Say it's on our tune, probably. Yeah. And I hope he don't score any fucking goals. I can see why they've got rid of him you know, in a lot of respects. He'd get knackered dead quick. He was muscle bound, wasn't he? Yeah. But he'd have two good games and then somebody else would say, see if he'd be back in there. I, I, I just think from the bench, is that option though, isn't he? He, he, he offered something different. He like, does, with, he does with, offer something different. With his energy and like running past the last, you know, breaking past the front when, when you want to take the game to the opposition, he's, he's, he's your guy, isn't he? He helps, he helps do that tremendously. Did, did Martino do anything? The other night when you watched him, did he actually break forward a lot? Matinho was at Derby. Matinho was quite deep lying. He, I mean, he got he got forward, good set piece and whatever. 
But it, it was like just a, a steady off for him, really. Do you think he was more like defensive, maybe a bit more? I'd say Nevis was more of a pivot than uh, Matini. Matini had the licence to get forward a bit more. But didn't. No, Derby, Derby pushed on their full-backs against our wing-backs. That negated us a bit. And I, I think they're they're like a week, because they start Saturday, so they're a week further forward than us. Mm. Um, so you could you could see they were like all playing for the places. It, it was a friendly, you can't read too much into it, but because we lost, it's the fucking end of the world. That is, it's just an academic question, because yeah. I, I don't watch any of that game. I haven't watched any videos of it or anything. If I've got to take one disappointment from it, it would be that they scored not long after we equalised, yeah. and that that's something you don't want to let happen. No, no, you know, no, you know no. what I mean. That, Do you think you know, we switched off a bit? I don't, I don't, I don't know because I, I, I never didn't see what happened. But I'm, I'm, if, so I've got to make my. I think Nor- I Norris led to the goal really the way he, he, he flapped at it a bit, then he punched it and it came out, and then it went across the other side in him. Um, but Bolly got beaten there by Dave Nugent as well, and I was thinking, what's going on here? It, it was just a bit like a bit laxidaisical at points. A friendly. Yeah, that's what I thought. And people were like slating fucking Cardi on the night on Twitter and that. And I'm thinking, you, you can't do, take do, a day off. Do that to me. I'll, I'll listen to any ideas about what you've got about Cardi. And I will listen to him and I'll take him on board. But, you know, at the moment I'm not reading or hearing anything fucking constructive about his play. It's just hearsay and bollocks. Nobody's changed my mind yet. I, th- I thought Nevers was really good and Jota was the pick at Derby. Giles, when he come on, fantastic again. Matini, how tidy. Um, probably needs to integrate a little bit more into the system. But they all know that new now. It's all about building it up, stepping it up to so Villarreal. Then, then we're ready. You've got to hit your peak at the right time, eh? Yeah. Everton, Everton's the one that fucking counts. Anything in pre season doesn't fucking matter. If you beat young boys fucking 10 0, it does. Everton beat somebody 27 0 or something. Yeah. Week. I watched that. The goalkeeper, the goalkeeper were even bothering just. Me to fuck all. Saw some of the goals on on YouTube or whatever, and that was just ridiculous. Wasn't it? Yeah, just taking your fucking it's piece, man. No, Everton are going to have a shot when they come down here. The world, they, they, they think they signed 40 million pound player, they're going to come and fucking stick five of us. Are they going to happen, are they? Are they going to happen? I don't think it will anyway. I think this team that he's got together now at the moment, even though, I mean, I don't know. It's like they're playing, a, they're playing a kind of football that you don't normally see in the Premiership. And I, I don't think they can understand quite what's going on there. It, because at that Warsaw game, that Warsaw friendly, I, not many people noticed, but there was like three changes of position in that first half of the, of the shape of the team. Uh, that Nuno shouted to them, uh, passed the message on, and the, this, the, the shape of the fucking team changed. And then I asked that to adapt to it, which they did yeah. straight away practically. But the fact that you, you, you're making a team like Ajax, I mean, even though there were a lot of first team in there, if you're making them adapt and get on the back foot, that's what, that's what you've got to do. And you, but tactically, the week later, Ajax were playing in the Champions League qualifiers, weren't they? That, that's like, and that did look. Centre off, they got he looked a good kid. The one but, but Wolves actually dictated the no, play that match yeah. all the way through. Possession wise, yeah. And Ajax was just, just responding. That's all they were doing at times, just responding to every single change of shape that we were making. And it was fucking amazing to watch. But you don't normally see that in the Premiership. 
they've got a system and they just fucking stick to it. And if they do change uh, the, the shape of the team, it's because somebody's been sent off or injured or, you know. I don't know. Perhaps I'm just talking cack. <laughs> I mean, particularly in, in like our front three, the way they do rotate, I think that causes a lot of problems. The, 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 the front three when they move around, yeah, yeah. well, it confuses me in the stand. That's what it's like being on the pitch side, but I've seen him do it. And that, that's why you need a player like Bonatini that, that can link play up. Same with Jimenez, that's why you need it. But we've already discussed, like, the, if Traore comes in, the, the front six as such, we've, we've got options. But we need a Leo player. needs to talk to me. Right. I think he does. <laughs> Leo needs to sit down with me in this dining room, make a cup of tea, and we'll sit down, and I'll fucking I'll talk to him, and I'll I'll get him out of his out of his shell, out of his food, and and he will fucking fly out of this house on on wings of a golden eagle. <laughs> I'm sure he would. Straight down the cut. <laughs> fucking fall so straight in the cup. I'll see you there next morning. Now he needs to talk to me. I'll fucking get him out of it. It, it's sport psychology is fine. Just come down, have a have a cup of tea and a biscuit, have a couple of biscuits, have a chat, and have a good fucking chat. So Leo, that invitation's there, man. Or come fishing, or come and walk the dogs with me. That'd be good. Right, have we got anything else? We've got to fucking cover. No, I think we've, we, we're we, we've got the agenda covered, have we? For yeah, this one, yeah. Enough. Fair enough. How long have we got? Uh, no. One hour twenty-four minutes. I think we've covered everything. We could have a quick laugh at the villa again. Or, or we could, no, we, could have, we haven't laughed at Blues yet, have oh, we? They've got a transfer in Morgan. Like. We ain't laughed at fucking the Mendes connection of Villa, have Oh, no, yeah. Fucking loud. See, it all went quiet, man. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden. You, FFP! FFP! What a load of bastards. I hope they get fucked up. Dude, I'm speechless. Fucking hypocrites. I'm fucking speechless. I'm fucking speechless, but man, I, I, I'm not the one to trawl through social media finding out all them old posts about what they wrote about us last <laughs> season. But man, it, it just substantiates what we said about them all along. They're a bunch of fucking honest wankers from a fucking shitty city. And they're really? in a shitty houses and they support a shitty club. They've got a shitty manager and they've got fucking shitty everything. Fuck Shit on the fucking villa every day of the week. Sideways. Fucking hypocritical bastards. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Talk about something else. <laughs> blues have had a transfer in Barga. Mm. I like Blues. I ain't got no big hassle about them. That's uh, Mary Redknapp's. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all come to pass in Mandible, mate. Which, which everybody knew was good. Yeah, it was fucking throwing. <clears throat> Mary Redknapp. Mad money at it. He fucking stripped him, day. He stripped him fucking naked and left him. But th that's what you get from from for somebody like uh, Harry Redknapp. For a face like a fucking schnauzer. It is horrible. He's like an old sock <laughs> under the bed, covered in Creepy, dust. Creepy, wasn't it? What's that? that? You when you Can't be soft, fucking hell. What's Harry Redknapp doing under my bed? <laughs> <laughs> the horrible man. A fucking horrible man. I don't like him. I, no, I don't no, like him. No, I can't stand the bloke. I, I think what he does to clubs is just basically he's got this... It's like it's like that. It's like Michael Douglas in uh, Wall Street. Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's a reptile. What he does, he, Gordon he, what's good for him? Gordon, yeah, he's a manipulator. Gordon yeah. Gecko, that's his name. Yeah. That's what he reminds me of. Harry Redknapp. Yeah, he's not a white boy. He's learned, you know, but he's he, he, he's learned too well. 
and he destroys clubs. <laughs> no two ways about it. Look at Portsmouth. Yeah, they've never recovered. Well, they're still recovered yet, have they? Well, KJ's on the way back. Yeah, yeah. Got them on the way back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll sort them out, Kenny Jacket, man. I'm thinking of putting him in Miyaka for um, League One. Give him some money, that's what they should do. Give him a bit of money, let him spend a bit of cash. So I'd, so I'd, love, I'd love Portsmouth. It was a great day out, that was Danny Portsmouth. I loved it, man. That, that's it. That, well, I won't, I won't name who they are, but man, meeting them lot sometimes, great, laughing. They'd be like sailors in there as well sometimes. Do you ever, ever have a night out around Portsmouth when you played? Yeah, I've, I've been to Portsmouth. It's it's fucking it's nutty. Yeah. Absolutely nutty. The people around there are nutty, but they love it. No, cool. they, they do. They do. So I'd see, I'd see them. I'd be, I'll go down there. Great, great days down there, man. Great days. So tasty. But they used to come up here. Then we're right in fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> they're on beaties. Six five seven. The the one year. Fucking hell. And they went three. We remember their bell ringer bloke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three in the canal down fucking Broad Street. <laughs> His name's Westwood. He's a bookshop owner. He's unlike classic bookshop. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, he, he got antique, up, antique books and everything. That bell's still in there, man, somewhere. With <laughs> a fucking broad Merc. With a bell end. Uh, yeah, uh, with all the syringes from all the fucking <laughs> crackers that are around there and whatever. Yeah, man. No, it was a proper day out. That was. It was. Yeah, it was. A day o- out. Odd day that was. Yeah, it was an odd day. An odd long day, <laughs> but, but yeah, support. Anyway, forget it. Anyway, so that's the end of our. Uh, oh, can we yeah. put it on? What that fella say? Podbean or something? Podbean, yeah. Simon reckons we ought to put it on Podbean. Sorry, ah, sorry. You know, yeah. Go sorry. All right, I'll move it then. What's it called? Podbean. Podbean. Bean. Bean. Podbean. Bean. Okay, I'll have a look at it. If, I, if it ain't too complicated to sign up to, I'll fucking. Well, do yeah. It. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It might be a bit late, but but yeah, SoundCloud limit you to the amount of stuff no, you put said, on. He said Podbean, yeah, uh, you can um, download it. Chap has asked for um, if if he can get all the back numbers, he wants to listen to them all. Usually, mm. you can't. A chap called James Horton. They're all on this computer. Well, I, I don't know why people want to listen, but wherever floats your boat, ain't really. Yeah, man, imagine doing that, listening to us for fucking, what, 11 hours straight? <laughs> 90 minutes, it would be. God, you'd be out of your fucking brain at the end of it. <laughs> Nobody would understand you because you picked the accent up. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. And o- then, Oris listens forensically, just in case we've denigrated him. Yeah. It's on his list. <laughs> Mikey said that, barely said that. He's, he's got it, and it's connected with yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> on his Yeah. Fuck it, I'd tell you man, that's, a, that's how it'd be. And then have pictures of it in fucking Excel spreadsheets about who said what when. <laughs> fucking funny man. But yeah, I'd, I wouldn't listen to all of our podcasts. But I've got them for posterity on here. So I might burn them on a DVD one of the days. Or, or you know, and uh, do it as the, or do a best of maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, one of the days for Christmas. Yeah. If, if somebody can sit down and edit them all together. The funniest part. Do I? There have been some funny parts. There are a box set. I was going to say a box set. A <laughs> <laughs> game of thrones. Let me show video. You shouldn't wait. Next time, I'm going to get hold of a camera. You can wear a gimp mask. Ooh, <laughs> so do I recognise. <laughs> but I, I think it'd be the funniest thing in the world to video it. I do. 
I think it's easier to put on YouTube as well. I don't, I'm sure. I, I don't know about the technological things about that. I don't know, but so we'll see. The next thing will be post-editing then, wouldn't it, I would imagine? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that and see what's going on. We'll all be happy. Right then, anyway, we've gone. See you later, everybody. Bye. See you later. Sarah, I'll be